Welcome to Finding Certainty with your host and U.S. Army veteran, Patrick Lang. Over the next hour, you'll learn from Patrick and his expert guests how to attract more certainty into your business and your life. Now, here is your host, Patrick Lang. Welcome to Finding Certainty. This is Patrick Lang, your host, and I'm pleased to be meeting with Kimberly Allen today. We're going to be talking about her company and how they help people work on Zoom and help in webinars and go to meetings and everything else under the sun in today's market of online presentations and online meetings. It's become a very much a part of who we are. She and her company are experts and they're helping customers all over the country and even around the world to do it better. Kimberly, thanks for being with us this morning. Thank you so much for having me, Patrick. I'm absolutely honored to join you today. Well, it's our pleasure. You know, this is such a, a part of our lives these days, such an integral part. I mean, you and I are recording a YouTube video while we do this live radio interview, and we're doing it over Zoom, right? So, yes. <laughs> so I think it's a it's it's very very timely and definitely. Uh, a, a a service that you're providing that can be of great benefit to people. And obviously that's one of the main reasons your company is exploding the way that it is. So I always start the show out just by sharing two reasons why I've invited this specific guest to be with us. First and foremost is exactly as I'm saying that it is timely that her service and, and share with us your your company name, if you would, but her service is exactly what people need today to be as professional, as effective, and I think to enjoy the process as much as they can. But share with us the name of your company, if you would. Yes, absolutely. I'd love to. So I'm Kimberly Allen, CEO and founder of Everything Webinar. We are a 19-year-old woman-owned business. Proud to say that. <laughs> it's been an amazing journey, and we are in the right place at the right time for this small business to scale. Just to say the word scale is a learning curve for me and definitely a growth opportunity. And I'm so excited to share what information you think would be helpful to your constituents. Well, scale is a big word, right? It's a scary word in, yes. in ways. It's a, I think it's a necessary step when your company is doing well. It's just the natural evolution, right? As you take it to the next level, whether that's serving more customers or just doing a better and better job. Um, and that's most definitely what you're doing. We want to hear a little bit about your story and your growth here because it's, I think it's a great uh, example for any small businesses out there that are looking to follow in your footsteps. But so the second reason, though, I wanted to invite Kimberly uh, on our show today is, is specifically for this reason, because she is doing exactly what most small businesses want to do. They, they have an idea, they think they can serve uh, some customers, maybe make some money doing it. And over 19 years, I mean, I know for a fact, because we've been through this ourselves, we're going through this in our own businesses is we learn and we grow and we fall and we pick ourselves back up and we keep getting better. And hopefully we're, you know, three steps forward, two steps back, but at least we're making progress and we're learning as we go, learning how to delegate, learning how to pivot, you know, learning how to evolve. 
And your company is doing a really great job about it. We were just talking about how you, you just brought on a new CMO and you've got a CTO and you've got a, all these new people coming on and what goes <laughs> into that, right? <laughs> yes, so, yes, we do. So that's a, a so so two reasons. Obviously, they're they're providing a service that is needed today. It is you, you you took the words out of my mouth. Right place, right time, and you're doing it well. And um, I'm looking forward to hearing your story and letting our listeners hear and learn from you as well. So. Thanks again for being here, Kimberly. I really appreciate you being here on Finding Certainty. Thank you so so much, Patrick. Again, I'm just honored to spend time with you. Absolutely. Well, we always start out by getting to know you a little bit. Let's get into the company here and the growth in a little bit, uh, a little bit later in the show. But let's let's hear who is Kimberly Allen. Where did you grow up, baby? A little bit about your family and. And what brought you to where you are today as this successful entrepreneur who I know if you're like me, there's days we don't feel very successful, right? (laughs) (laughs) We're struggling to figure it out, making it up as we go along. 4.30 in the morning, hitting the snooze bar. (laughs) But uh, who is Kimberly Allen? Well, let me just be perfectly transparent at this point. I am moving back to Kimberly Gilbert, which is my maiden name. So I Congratulations. Yes, I'm I'm actually very, very excited for all of the new starts. They're starting over in so many areas for us at this point. And it's all incredibly exciting. So I'd like to just take a step back though and encourage anybody that's listening, if you are in a similar situation to where I am, you can do this. I just want to say that to you right now. Keep going. If you have a dream, if you have a passion, something that just lights you on fire, do not give up. Over the last 19 years, I have had so many people say to me, I'm crazy. I don't have enough money to move to the next level. I have children to take care of. And I simply did not give up. And as Patrick mentioned earlier, we are in the right place at the right time, finally, to grow this small business. So I know, Patrick, you asked me to separate the two for who I am and then a little bit about the business. But we are really one in the same. First and foremost, I am a single mom. I am very, very proud to have raised two amazingly strong women. One is still at home. I still have a high schooler at home, but she's an absolute rock star in her own right. And so is my older daughter, very, very successful millennial. So that is who I am at my core is a mom. I love that. That's the uh, most important job you have, right? Yes. And just by Absolutely. just so you know, I always say that any single mom is the bionic woman. <laughs> Trust me, I married a widow with three children, four, three, and one. Oh, and, uh, she was a rock star, and um, we're no longer together. We were married for nine years, but I got to be a dad. I got to have, oh. half, have five children now, and she's oh. still a phenomenal mom, total rock star. And uh, my hat is off to you for being a great parent, let alone doing it by yourself. Yes. Well, thank you. I certainly appreciate that. I definitely have a higher power that is always guiding me. And I'm super, super proud to say that. Actually, can I just give a muscle flex right now? I know your listeners won't be able to see it. 
I just feel like we need to take a moment just to flex our muscles and say, you know what, you got this, we can do this. And I, I tell myself every single morning, you, you've got this. And then I learned over the years to not only practice gratitude regularly, but to be grateful for myself. That's been an evolution for me. I was never grateful for me. Now I wake up in the morning and just look in the mirror and say, I'm grateful for you. And then, and then move on to practice. Yes. I love that. You know, it's, isn't it true that whatever we do, whether it's our business, our parenting, our relationships, it all starts with how we view ourselves and starting with that real love. I mean, one of the a great book is uh, uh, by the name of Real Love. And he talks about how we have to love ourselves and appreciate ourselves and faith in ourselves before we can give really anything to someone else. Oh, that's powerful. You know, too often we're looking for someone else to fill that void and we're looking for love from them. And it becomes this uh, imbalanced and just unhealthy relationship. And Unfortunately, that happens a lot. But once we figure that out, I actually saw a, I saw a friend, a very close friend of mine, who found out his wife was having an affair, had been having one for many years with wow. some uh, a pilot, I guess, a commercial airline pilot, and it just shattered him. They came very close to divorce, but they saved their marriage by both reading this book. Uh, and who's the author? The author, I believe his name is Michael Bear, B-A-E-R. I'll have to look it up on the break and I'll tell you for sure, but it, it's called okay. Real Love. Last name Bear, B-A-E-R. Perfect. It was Michael, but anyway, moving on. So single yeah, mom, so, uh, rock yeah, star, so, two so, rock star daughters. <laughs> <laughs> two rock star daughters. That's, that's the highlight of the story right there. I was born in a very, very small town in Northern California, really just... I mean, we say redneck in our family, redneck girl, Northern California. I grew up with a lot of love and especially a grandmother that was amazingly powerful and an absolute role model for me. My parents were small business owners. I just, I was just a happy kid. You know, I was cheerleader, prom queen. High school, academic decathlon, I played all the sports, you know, typical overachiever, but not really not knowing what that meant. It just seemed normal to me because I had younger siblings at home and I wanted to be away from home (laughs) as much as I possibly could. So happy childhood, just moved into being a single mom just by pomp and circumstance. And I started a this company after working for Cisco WebEx. What well, was WebEx before they became Cisco WebEx? That was my introduction into virtual collaboration. Had no thought whatsoever of leaving a company like WebEx. It was frightening, just frightening. But I wanted to work from home. And they didn't let us work from home at that point in time, which is very ironic now. And I just prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. And the door was opened to start this business. I left with two clients. And this is a true story. 19 years ago, I was making $2,500 per month as a single mom. (laughs) You can imagine that that was frightening, but I do good work and I, I will absolutely serve my clients to 
their success. We've always served to the client's success, whatever that means for them. And that has been tried and true over every single year that we've been in business and just picked up new clients along the way and kept them happy. I actually have two clients that have been with me for 19 years now, which is, which is really nice. Wow. That's great. Yes. <laughs> Only ever in 19 years have I had one client that was even slightly miffed about something, but we made that right. So over the thousands and thousands of clients, and you're right, I have trained over 8,500 humans at this point in 33 countries. Wow. So I've been I've been scooting around the globe <laughs> and so, loving what I do. Yeah. So let me interject the... Uh... You know, as you talk about your upbringing and just all the things you did, sports and academic decathlon and, you know, even cheerleading. And you sound a little bit like a renaissance woman to me, Kimberly. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I'm comfortable in my in my Western hat and my Western boots and my jeans. I don't know how renaissance that is, but <laughs> I I didn't know it at the time, but I was being built to move into this position, moved into the role of CEO just two years ago of the company that I built. Hmm. Trust me, there is no school of CEO. By the no, way. Not. Oh boy, this is hard been knocks, a learning right? curve. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I think obviously, whether it was through sports or whatever, you were developing those leadership skills. And um, and you're absolutely right. I, there's not a school of CEOs, even uh, you know, a top business school like Harvard Business School. You know, you go get an MBA, you learn mechanics, you learn accounting and how to read financials and, and maybe some things like that. But truly becoming a leader, I don't think there's any way to do it without being in the trenches, right? Moving up through the ranks and wearing multiple hats and. Uh, I've definitely experienced that over the last 35 plus years in, in business and sales. And, you know, and I look back and I say, how else would I have learned what I've learned to become who I've become if I hadn't actually done it? Yes. And unfortunately, we see that happen a lot where somebody gets promoted and they have no experience or they have, you know, they have the right family name or they have, you know, they were recruited because they were a top salesperson, but they don't have leadership experience. They haven't been in the trenches long enough to acquire that. Would you agree? I do agree. I think there's also something innate about being a leader. I think that there are a percentage of the population that feel leadership is infused in their DNA. And I'll just use myself, for example, I have been a leader since kindergarten, actually preschool. <laughs> and my my peers and my family will tell you exactly the same thing. Even in kindergarten, I was always in a leadership role. I'm the oldest of three siblings. That potentially birth order has something to do with it. Yes. But being in a leadership role has always felt very, very comfortable to me, oftentimes frightening, but not something that I would ever shy away from. Hmm. Being in that position now, being in moving into more of a leadership role at a C level, let me tell you, it is frightening some days. Some days I, I wake up and I think, oh my goodness, what have I done? 
<laughs> am I am I actually built for this? And that lasts probably, oh, I don't know, 11.34 seconds. And then I'm right back into my leadership groove and believing that I can do this and, and knowing from my core that this is what I was built for. So that's great. It only takes you 11.4. It takes me about 15 seconds to stop pulling away. So you're doing way better than me. Got you beat. <laughs> that is that bionic woman in you, right? <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably there's there's a little bit of that and a very strong role model in my grandmother. I think that was part of the leadership package yeah. that, that I was given. And yes, yeah, so... Yeah, so there's I, no, I, nothing fancy about my upbringing. I just, you know, I, I can't, I can't stress that enough that you don't have to have a fancy, let's just say Harvard degree or any other degree that gives you the pedigree that people you might think that they're looking for that, but I will tell you now that I've been a neurolinguistics coach practitioner for three years, and I can't tell you how interested people become when I share with them I'm an expert about talking about the language of the brain. And it's very, very interesting to, to integrate that concept into virtual collaboration and virtual engagement. And so I, I know that I've tied the two stories here together, but you can see that it's really hard for me to separate the two <laughs> because I've, I've been on this journey for 25 years, both per personally and professionally, and they've always been tied together for me. Right. I guess the case for most of us, right? It's It's woven into the tapestry of who we are and how we think and the decisions we make and so forth. And um, we're up against our first break here, but I want to uh, come back after the uh, after the commercial break, if you will. And let's talk a little bit more and maybe talk about those who are starting out in business and how do they, how do they succeed? How do they overcome the mistakes and the habits and the failings and the shortcomings that they inevitably are going to have if they don't have 30 years of experience, right? So let's go to break. But when we come back, I want to ask that question because there's a lot of people out there who are just starting out or maybe thinking about it who would love to have that question answered. I'm sure you can share some good insights. So, Yes, absolutely. I'll be excited to share. Yeah. So we're listening to uh, and visiting with Kimberly Allen, soon to be Kimberly Gilbert here on Finding Certainty. Don't go away. We will be right back. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Certainty Management can help create more certainty in your life with our deep discount health insurance options, even for 1099s, part-time employees, volunteers, and more. Pay less to protect yourself, your loved ones, and your team. Call 888-684-3122 for a free quote today. That's 888-684-3122. Visit us on the web at CertaintyTeam.com. That's Certainty, T-E-A-M, like Mary, dot com. 
If you're a nonprofit in need of funding, we can help. Certainty Management is a cost reduction firm that also helps churches, schools, sports teams, and other nonprofits raise unlimited zero cost funding. Best of all, you don't have to sell anything or ask for donations. Call 888-684-3122 to learn more today. That's 888-684-3122. Visit us on the web at certaintyteam.com. That's certainty, T-E-A-M, like Mary, dot com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Finding Certainty with Patrick Lang. Have a question for Patrick or his guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now, back to the show with Patrick. Welcome back to Finding Certainty. This is Patrick Lang, your host. And I'm visiting with Kimberly Allen. She is the CEO of Everything Webinar which is a 19-year-old women-owned company. We were just getting into a little bit of discussion about uh, how to be a leader and how you've come about it very naturally, it feels like, Kimberly. And I think I, I did as well. I had to grow into it a little bit, but it it never felt difficult, right? It felt like I was finding my place and felt like it was, okay, this is where I'm supposed to be. And you know, even like public speaking and things like that. I think it was Jay Leno who said that most people would rather be in the casket than giving the eulogy, right? Yep. <laughs> it's a huge fear for people, public speaking. For me, I've I've just loved it. I mean, any chance I got to get up on a stage or speak from the pulpit or something, I, I've always enjoyed that. So, you know, I do think our, our natural tendencies guide us in, in the directions that we go. But I also know there are a lot of entrepreneurs out there who are either starting their own businesses have recently done so or are struggling to get a, a business going or maybe they're even just considering branching out i mean it's american dream right own your own gig and and yet a lot of them do not have the years of experience that maybe you have or i have a lot of them are are scared or nervous about doing so and and a lot of them you know they think i can do this but then they don't have the expertise or the experience to to succeed as easily as maybe some do or as as readily as some do. So let's talk about that for a minute because I think it's a, an important topic. You know, how do you feel like someone can get into business and be successful at it without having years and years of experience that are going to help help them along the way and grease the skids as it were? <laughs> oh, great. I love that term. Thank you. Thank you for that introduction. I think that we were talking earlier in the show or maybe pre-show about some of the mindset that goes into becoming an entrepreneur. Why do you do it? Why? Just ponder that for just a moment. What is your why, right? What is your why? For me personally, it was because, like I mentioned earlier, I was a single mom. I had no support whatsoever had a great job working for WebEx at the time. I was making a lot of money. I, at the time, that was a lot of money to make six figures for a single mom. Sure. But I was not seeing my baby girl. 
I had just the one daughter at the time and I would leave at six o'clock in the morning. I would drive an hour to take her to childcare, which she did not appreciate, by the way. <laughs> she was not happy to go to childcare. I would work essentially an eight hour day plus a one hour lunch. I was gone for nine hours. I would rush to get back to the child care. And if you are a minute late, they charge you a dollar every minute. And it was really, it was a horrifying situation for me. I'm just so bonded to my children. And maybe some of you that are listening feel the same way. I just feel a passion to be a mom and be the best mom that I possibly can, because I think that's the main purpose that I'm here. And I know people would disagree with that, but that's the way I feel for me. And I kept praying and praying and praying, please just bring something to my stream of consciousness that would alleviate this struggle, being gone away from this baby girl. And I, I'm not having any time with her. She's being raised at a childcare and then the door opened. I had two clients that found me organically and said, would you ever consider starting your own business? And I thought, oh, that's it. That, that is the sign. It was the sign. It, it was for me to take the next step as frightening as it was. So anybody that is listening I would say spend some time, whatever works for you, meditation, prayer, go inside. The answers are already inside of you. I find a lot of answers when I meditate and I'm and I'm growing in my meditation journey, but I find that the answers are already there. I was waiting for something external, but the answer was already inside of me. Now, was it frightening? Did I wonder how in the world I was going to pay rent? How am I going to buy healthy food? How am I going to replace the tire on my car? And these are all true stories. But of uh -huh. course, I have $0 in the bank and one of the tires explodes in the car. And it just feels like the world is going to fall apart. And for moments, it absolutely did. So, you know, I was I was that organic story that we don't have a wealthy family. We don't have generational wealth. I had I just had no support whatsoever other than friends who really, really loved me. And some of them did encourage me. And then others said, what are you doing? You can't leave your corporate job. You'll have no insurance. You'll have no money. Are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. And so then I would start to think that I was crazy. And let's just be honest, you have to be just slightly crazy to be an entrepreneur. So let's just get that out of the way right now. <laughs> you, you know, I, I completely agree with you um, about knowing your why and, and looking inside. I, I spent a lot of time on my knees when I was deciding to become an entrepreneur and Yes. You have that those pressures, especially if you have people depending on you, children or a spouse or whatever. And and so I think that's a really important insight, Kimberly, that you, one, have to know what your why is because it has to be strong enough to keep you going through the hard times. And, and two, so much of what you can do, not only how you can do it, but why you should do it and and why it's so important is inside of you. Don't look outside for those external motivations. We were talking earlier about real love, right? How it starts with yourself and, and loving yourself and believing in yourself before you look for external, uh, not, not confirmation, but uh, external uh, benefits or external um, rewards, perhaps is a good word. Um, external um, 
uh, what, what's the best word for that? Maybe uh, uh, the fruits of the relationship. Thinking gratification. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you get your things out of a relationship. Don't take me wrong. You, you both right. give and take, but, but it has to start with a firm foundation. And so, in my opinion, the thing, it, 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 I asked myself a, uh, the same question that I asked you, and I believe you have to be willing to, and even eager to, look outside and look for mentors and team members and and support. Maybe it's just watching YouTube videos from successful entrepreneurs and gaining their insights or reading phenomenal books like Good to Great or Think and Grow Rich or you know, the Oz principle or things like that. There are many people who have trod the path before you and you can learn in a, in a a single book or in a single sitting or in a 15 minute YouTube video, things that took them years to figure out. Yes. So you can absolutely accelerate your learning curve. And then as you start to surround yourself with people, you have to be willing to trust those people and delegate and, you know, as entrepreneurs, we wear a lot of hats, especially when we're starting out. You have to be willing to show that trust in people. Sometimes you'll be burned. Sometimes you'll be let down. Hopefully you get better and better at uh, deciphering who, who, who you can rely on and so forth and how much you want to give away. But you've got to be willing to give some of it away. Because right. you'll never get there, in my opinion, if you try to do it all yourself. Would you agree? Uh- I absolutely agree. And I'll just share a quick, funny story prior to starting my career with WebEx before they went Cisco WebEx. I actually tried to start two other businesses while I was working as an assistant at Hewlett Packard. (laughs) So, So I did have a little bit of tech experience before WebEx. So I was at Hewlett Packard, same story, driving an hour, trying to get to childcare, et cetera. And I thought, you know, I don't feel like this is the life for me. I'm, I'm, I'm very, very, very bound to my family and I have to do a better job of being a mom to just the one daughter at the time. So I started a business. <laughs> you're, you're the, we, did, we did not talk about this ahead of time. I started a business importing pearls from the Pacific Rim. <laughs> Okay. It's a very, very long story. Long story short, I didn't have the bandwidth to continue to sell the pearls into the wedding shops. Now I had great success in the beginning. I tell you, Hmm. I I just happened to borrow $500 from a friend who believed in me and said, here's $500, go buy the pearls and see what you can do with this. Well, I quadrupled that $500, made money, paid him his money back, but I didn't have the time because I was working full time and I, I could not scale the business, nor could I seem to wiggle myself into a position where I could leave the full-time job. So- that was a cool name. It was called the Elegant Pearl. And gosh, that it was so much fun. I was so on fire for pearls. And I still am, by the way. So so that business failed. So there's one failed business. The other business I started was a nutrition business. It was called Finger Tie Nutrition. Mm. 
<laughs> and it was just literally the old school tying a string around your finger, like some of our grandparents used to do. They used to tie a string around their finger when they wanted to be reminded to right. drink water or eat protein or whatever the case may be. So I had a little virtual string. This was way before anything became techie. This, yeah, I mean, this is probably pretty basic for people now, but this was way ahead of its time. And I couldn't find anybody that was interested in developing the business a little bit further. So that was failure for business number two. Okay. It's the story of of every entrepreneur, right, Kimberly? I mean, you, I don't, I I think if you ever meet an entrepreneur who says, I've never failed, this is my first attempt and it's been a a wild success, you know, they're lying, right? Right, probably. (laughs) They're lying or clueless, right? One of the two. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love that so much. And then, so just fast forward two failed businesses, found WebEx organically. They hired me. It was a great relationship. I was very, very good at my job. And I would never have left that organization had I just been allowed to work from home two days per week. Wow. Isn't that ironic? Yeah. Now that it's expected that people are are working from home and now I'm actually teaching people how to engage on a higher level from a brain science perspective. I think it's really interesting that you've blended your technology expertise and background with that understanding of the brain and are blending the two into one effective message. And it's it's really powerful because I think that's the it's one of the secrets to success of any business venture, in my opinion. Ours is like that. Our consulting firm, uh, in a very real sense, we constantly look at the psychology of the customers we work with and how can we connect with them on that level, not just how can we sell them something. And if you understand that, and if you don't understand NLP, guys out there, neuro-linguistic programming, reach out to Kimberly. Maybe she can tell you something about her, coach you on it, or study (laughs) it up on YouTube if that's what you prefer to do. It's like my wife, she has a a PhD in YouTube. She's an expert. Uh, Her favorite thing to do is watch documentaries and and things (laughs) like that. And But but um, it's a really important, it's really effective um, element that should be added to your business, in my opinion, is understanding the brain, understanding how people think and how they tick. It's the same as understanding cells, right? Right. Uh, they're important pieces of it all, as it were. Well, and moreover, we are very, very specifically training clients like I mentioned, from a brain science perspective, but specifically as it relates to presentation skills and virtual engagement, virtual communication. So you asked me, I just, I had a thought here I wanted to share. You asked me earlier, some of the folks that are just brand new, you've heard some of these silly stories where it, it's, it, it really hurts, ouch, to fail, but it could potentially be part of your journey that is going to help you grow. If I could go backwards, I would surround myself with mentors much, much, much faster. I really didn't have a tribe of humans to surround myself with that supported me enough to say, you know what, you are a future rock star and I really want to give you these particular skills so that you don't make the same mistakes. I've probably made a lot more mistakes than I needed to, but there are such great resources out there. I know I've used SBA in the past, SBDC. 
I have learned over the years when I connect with somebody, if our energies are really aligned, I reach out to that person right away and say two things. I'm grateful for you. And I would absolutely love your mentorship. And nobody says no. If you, if you reach out to me and ask for mentorship, if, if I have the bandwidth, I am absolutely not going to say no because it, it's paying it forward, right? Do you agree with that? I do. And if they, if they say no, it's a pretty good sign. You really didn't want them as a mentor. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want that information anyway. <laughs> you know, good litmus test, right? Right, right. Yes, exactly. So there's a lot of resources out there. Like you said, you know, people that have a PhD in YouTube and that that may be me as well to a certain extent, but there's so much information and I know it takes a lot of time to sort through the details. Do a Google search on whatever your passion is. Find the people that are at the top of their game and don't hesitate to reach out to them. This is something that we just started incorporating into our business model three years ago. And I am not shy any longer to reach out to whomever the top influencer is in whatever message I am trying to procure for our company for that quarter, that week, that month, I am telling you, I have reached out to Reese, Reese Witherspoon, Oprah, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I'm not pulling any punches at this point in time. And I'm, I'm very specific with my messages to them. And you know what? I am asked to be on other people's stages. And I learned that term from Pete Vargas, other people's stages. And I'm on someone else's stage today. And this benefits both of us, right? You are indeed. Um, You've got to be willing to invest in yourself with the time and the money, even when you're starting out and it feels like you can't afford it. It feels like you're, you're spread too thin. I think it's a really important point, Kimberly, because like one of the best things I ever did was I invested in a... um, for a couple of seasons in a an organization named Vistage Worldwide. Oh, okay. And you've probably heard of them. They're a CEO support group, sort of. <laughs> I think of it as a CEO mentorship uh, summit. But we would meet once a month for the entire day. And they were all CEOs. And um, and what was unique about it is they they were unbiased. Right, they cared about your success as you cared about theirs, but they were they they were more than willing to give you unbiased feedback and input, and they were very experienced. These were accomplished CEOs, many of them much more accomplished than I was. I felt at the time, and I learned a lot. But I also gave them insights from someone who was a little bit earlier in their career and starting out, reminded them of things maybe they'd forgotten, and it was just such a great collaboration. Uh, even if you don't have the budget, you to your point, you can find mentors, you can find influencers, you can take the time to get to know people and reach out to them. And, and don't be shy. Even if you ask 10 of them and nine of them say no, that one could change your entire life track, your entire career. But uh, we are up against our next break, but I'm loving how this conversation is going. I, I think we're, uh, we're on the right path. So don't go away. We'll be right back visiting with Kimberly Allen of everything webinar. Thanks for being with us.
Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. If you're a nonprofit in need of funding, we can help. Certainty Management is a cost reduction firm that also helps churches, schools, sports teams, and other nonprofits raise unlimited zero cost funding. Best of all, you don't have to sell anything or ask for donations. Call 888 684 3122 to learn more today. That's 888 684 3122. Visit us on the web at certaintyteam.com. That's certainty, T E A M, like Mary.com. Certainty Management can help create more certainty in your life with our deep discount health insurance options, even for 1099s, part time employees, volunteers, and more. Pay less to protect yourself your loved ones, and your team. Call 888-684-3122 for a free quote today. That's 888-684-3122. Visit us on the web at CertaintyTeam.com. That's Certainty, T-E-A-M, like Mary, dot com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Finding Certainty with Patrick Lang. Have a question for Patrick or his guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now, back to the show with Patrick. Welcome back to Finding Certainty. Kimberly and I were talking during the break about just the extraordinary challenges and and history and just everything that goes into making up our lives, right? The cacophony of our lives or the tapestry of our lives. And I always like that example of of the threads of a kind of a, uh, like a carpet or a, a, uh, I think of the old, uh, what is it? When our grandmothers always knitted, you know, the, uh, an afghan or a quilt afghan or a quilt or something they're made up of so many different pieces especially quilt i think quilting is a great example of that because there's a quilt is not just one big piece of material it's made of hundreds of little squares of material usually different colors and isn't that what makes our lives and our businesses what they are today so before we run out of time these shows go really fast i'm always amazed by how fast they go by but Let's talk about everything webinar, because as we said at the very beginning, it is the right place, right time. I'm interested. I do want to ask this one question that you said you started 19 years ago and were webinars or Zoom or go go to meeting that type of technology. Were they even being thought of 19 years ago? I mean, you said you worked at WebEx. I know I started using Zoom years before anyone did. I'd invite them to joined me on a Zoom webinar and people looked at me cross-eyed and said, what is that? I thought it was that old TV show, <laughs> Zoom, <laughs> right? But, but 19 years ago, what, what did the landscape look like And when you were working with WebEx and eventually started what you do today? Great question, Patrick. I have owned my company for 19 years, but I started in the virtual collaboration industry 22 years ago. So I was with WebEx for almost three years. 
And virtual collaboration was very, very, very confusing to most people, including me. We didn't really even go live with clients for about four months. The ramp time was steep in that industry. And you're right, not very many people knew what a webinar was. Still to this day, I get the deer in the headlights look every now and then when I say the word webinar or they see the license plate on my car, it's webinar. And people will say, webinar. Now, is that that online seminar thing? (laughs) Yes. Yes, it is. But all those years ago, WebEx and I think Placeware was another company that was an innovator in that space really brought something brand new to the marketplace. And it really used to be sold on the fact that we could reduce travel costs drastically for any organization. And we weren't actually teaching them how to dance on the dance floor. So I tell people WebEx and Zoom and MS Teams, that's the dance floor and they're really, really well built. But we have since evolved over the last 19 years to teach people how to dance on the dance floor. So initially when I started my company, as I mentioned, I had two clients and they were clients that were early adopters of virtual collaboration, online meetings, whatever words you are drawn to. I love that collaboration, by the way. I think it's such a great definition of what this is because it is a collaboration, right? It should be a, a, and I love the analogy of a dance because you've got two partners, right? You've got the the male and the female usually, but uh, you are working off of each other and if you do it well, it's a work of art. I mean, I think of a phenomenal Broadway dancer or ballroom dancers and, and so forth. And I'm a little bit of a wannabe ballroom dancer. My wife and I have taken dance. <laughs> Love that. And I'm no I'm not I'm not very good at it, but we do enjoy it. And I look at the the, the coaches or the really, you know, expert dancers and they are just fluid, right? It's it's like they move as one which I think is what you want to accomplish, right? That's what you're teaching people. Yes. Yes, yes, exactly. So evolution of the company 19 years ago, I was an event producer. That was a big term at the time. And I was really considered on my team as more of an event center for WebEx. Event center was the name of the product at that time. An event center expert because I had the marketing background, a little bit of a marketing background. And I really just developed a passion for event center and all of the the back-end tools and all of the analytics and the statistics. And I could just share engagement rates 19 years ago because I knew how to access the data. So event production was something that carried us through for about the first seven years, I would say. And then a lot of the clients would say, you know, Kimberly, you're a really good teacher. You're a really good trainer. You're a really good presenter. Could you teach us blank? And then organically, the training programs just started to be developed. And then I have had several good mentors since then who said you should offer one-on-one executive coaching, eventually added a team member to help me with the back-end business admin. And then fast forward to really the last, I would say, 12, 13 years where we really created a curriculum 
that is beyond what anybody else is offering. I guarantee you the way that we teach you, like I'll use your term to be fluid on that dance floor is like nothing you've ever seen before. I firmly believe that the brain science of virtual engagement is really the piece that a lot of these companies are missing. So a lot of people can teach presentation skills. And I've been a corporate trainer for more than 25 years to some capacity in whatever area I was hovering in at the time. But this is no longer Kimberly's conjecture. We actually have the brain science of how your brain is going to react to a certain stimuli. And we talk a lot about active engagement and passive engagement and when to incorporate that into your presentation. And then we move down the ladder to more of the minutia, which is the size of the, the font, for example, and why to keep, if you're using a slide deck, why to keep your slides very, very, very simple. So we have grown to a company, Everything Webinar, as you can imagine, we manage every aspect for you for a successful webinar. Do you want a complete webinar architecture? Do you want us to deploy to 100,000 employees? Do you want those employees to be trained? Do you need a trainer, a moderator, a producer? Do you need executive coaching? I mean, we offer everything that you are going to need to be successful in the most simplified format. We, I absolutely promise if, if we were to engage on any level, your life as it relates to virtual engagement is going to be much simpler than you could have ever imagined. <laughs> well, and I'm a, I'm a testament of that. I've been through your virtual audit and yes. the steps you train and, and teach on and, and some of them are so simple, you think, well, I, why didn't I even think about that? But they're so impactful that they can significantly affect your presentation, your impact, obviously your profitability. I mean, we're a profit consulting firm, right? Certainty management, we help companies make more and keep more. And I see your product, your service as a a really integral piece of improving profitability. Because if you're not doing effective presentations and you're not impacting your customers and connecting with them on that brain level, on that NLP level, then you're leaving money on the table, right? You're pouring Absolutely. it down the drain. Honestly, how many presentations are you doing that could have closed that aren't? Or how many customers are you working with that may have upgraded or may have contracted with you that aren't? And how many customers are you losing because they just didn't feel connected with you that you you shouldn't have? And the list goes on and on, right? Um, if you had to just in 60 seconds summarize what you teach your customers, I know you can't go into it in detail right now, but just from a high level, what would you say? I would have to say we teach customers to engage on the highest level in the virtual environment which is where most of us are doing everything these days. I know it is so, so true. And this is our training programs are not a nice to have any longer. They are a must have used That's to be that virtual collaboration was an option. It's not an option to miss out on this training any longer. No, I, when someone asked me to come meet them downtown for lunch, for a meeting, I just want to, I, I get sick, right? Because I, <laughs> 
I mean, I'm rude. To do it, and I'm professionals <laughs> here in Vegas where I live, and you know, I love the face-to-face interaction. Don't take me wrong, right? It is better, it, it, not better, but it is. It's more engaging, right? When you're face to face and breaking bread or whatever. But I think, man, it's gonna kind of, it's gonna take four hours out of my day to drive downtown, get parking, eat, check out. Even if I use valet, I'm still gonna take three hours out of my day to go do this meeting I could have done in 30 minutes. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> Absolutely. Not that much time. Right. So if that's how our business is these days, and we can be so much more effective and efficient, why not make sure that those interactions are as effective as possible that are as impactful as possible so absolutely what would you add to that anything uh we've missed or we're down to the last uh couple of minutes here but anything- well i just want to say thank you for honoring the virtual office audit that really truly impacts so many humans on so many different levels, 30 minutes, seven steps. It's so simple. You went through the virtual office audit. I think that is one of the tools that we have built very, very successfully. That's one of the tools that we are scaling. And in addition to a couple of others that really, really drive you and lead you and your teams to success. Remember, we have always, we've always led this business to the customer's success. What is that end goal for you? And it doesn't have to be difficult anymore. We've already thought through any of the rocket science that goes in behind the scenes. And now we can teach in very, very short periods of time in modules or 30-minute audits or needs assessments, whatever the case may be. And we promise to move you to the next level with that skill set. You need the next level. You do. <laughs> you definitely do. Well it's been a it's been fun talking with you, Kimberly. I, I you know I have to say I always feel like I learn far more from my guests than I ever teach them or share with them. It's one of my favorite things about being a host here on Voice America is that I really I just enjoy the conversations. I, I gain these different insights and I hear these different stories. It's quite literally my favorite part of the week. I mentioned earlier how I was invited to be on this debut um, episode of this new show on Voice America called Next at the Mic. And one of the things they talked about is how when you have a standing appointment like this, where you have to do not just a pre-recorded or a, a you know, a, a as you were saying, a pre-planned and canned presentation, but a live presentation. It doesn't matter if you're feeling well, it doesn't matter if you're on vacation, doesn't matter if you're if you are up against a deadline, you still have to show up right. for this interview, for this meet, for this, for this uh, live episode. It's been really interesting how it forced it has forced me to sharpen my skills and it has forced me to to work more efficiently and use my time more effectively and all these other things. And I see a parallel between that, that live radio show that I get to do each week with being an entrepreneur. It's, a, it's, it's frightening, right? It, it's, it, <laughs> I don't know if frightening is the best word is overwhelming, right? It's, it's, um, yes, I agree. Daunting maybe is a better word, but, but by stepping up and doing it and stepping out into the dark, amazing things happen right? Incredible opportunities and growth and connection. And, and, and I would never go back, right? It's, it's been really a, an incredible experience 
both being an entrepreneur and being a host here, and I'm sure you would agree. So how do we get a hold of you? If somebody wants to learn more, what's the next step? You can toggle to the website, everythingwebinar.com. You can find me personally on LinkedIn, Kimberly Allen. I'm on all of the platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Google, YouTube. We are everywhere. Actually, YouTube is Webinar Daily. So we've got a little television program that we're working with and just developing. But just if you Google Kimberly Allen, it's Kimberly with an I. K-I-M-B-E-R-L-I, not Y, Kimberly Allen. And our office phone is 503-874-4404. We would absolutely love to hear from you. And let me just say, Patrick, you are an amazing guide and I will look to you for leadership in the future. Absolutely. And I'm just honored to have been able to spend time with you. I know you're a very, very busy guy and thank you my pleasure. Thanks for being on the show and thanks for sharing some insights. If you'd like to learn more about Kimberly and Everything Webinar, check out their uh, different channels, reach out to them. We've been very impressed with what they can do to help. I encourage you to do the same. Have a great weekend. Thanks for being with us here on Finding Certainty and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for tuning into today's episode of Finding Certainty. We hope you've gained some more insight into how to create more certainty in your own business or nonprofit. Join us next week for another taste of the certainty experience. Until then, we wish you greater certainty in all that you do.